Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Increases in D.C.'s tip minimum wage are delayed for a few months. I'm Luke Luker. Are I-bonds still the right move as a hedge against inflation? Bankrate.com weighs in. We are looking at some fog this morning and then temperatures in the mid-50s later. It's 7 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Officials in Ukraine say the country's interior minister and three children are among 18 people killed when a helicopter crashed in a suburb of Kiev today. The BBC's James Waterhouse is in Brovery. It was a government helicopter, and I can see a rotary blade that's fallen on top of a vehicle. There are three or four bodies to the right under a foil blanket, and then there is a kindergarten across the way with, with smoke coming out. Ukraine says 15 children are among the 25 injured. Brutal storms that have left Californians dealing with heartbreak from damaging mudslides have moved to the Rocky Mountains. CBS's Jared Hill. Severe storms continue to move eastward to the Denver region with forecasts of high winds and over a foot of snow. The overnight snowfall has already led to flight cancellations and crashes on the roads. Officials in California say the ground there is so saturated, the danger of more mudslides, landslides, and sinkholes could go on for months. As the special counsel prepares to investigate classified material connected to the president, there's an indication Mr. Biden is perplexed. Correspondent Adriana Diaz. CBS News has learned that privately he's expressed frustration the documents ended up at his home and private office. The White House has been criticized for not being more forthcoming. A Massachusetts man accused of killing his wife is scheduled to appear in court today. Norfolk County District Attorney Mike Michael Morrissey. Mr. Walsh will be transported to the Quincy District Court for arraignment on the charge of murder. 47-year-old Brian Walsh initially arrested for misleading investigators after his wife Anna failed to show up at her real estate job in Washington, D.C. Police say they found blood and a knife in the basement of the couple's home. There's hopeful news about a possible vaccine for RSV, a respiratory illness that's been making the rounds this winter. Moderna's is a messenger RNA vaccine, the same technology involved in its COVID-19 injection. The company says late-stage trials have shown it to be safe and nearly 84% effective in preventing at least two symptoms of RSV in older adults. It plans to file for FDA approval in the first half of this year. Vicki Barker, CBS News. The world's oldest living person has died at a nursing home in France. Sister Andre was 118 years old. After she tested positive for COVID two years ago, she said, She had no fear because she wasn't afraid of dying. Sister Andre speculated the secret to her longevity was chocolate and a glass of wine every day. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. 703 on Wednesday, January 18th. We're at 46 degrees. We've got some fog out there going up to the mid-50s today.
Good morning. I'm John Aaron. And I'm Michelle Bash. The top local stories we're following this hour. In a place already steeped in history, more will be made in Annapolis today as Maryland's first black governor is sworn into office. Democrat Wes Moore, a best-selling author, nonprofit CEO, and combat veteran, has pledged to leave no one behind and promised a series of progressive policies. The ceremony takes place at noon outside the State House. Moore will take the oath of office with his hand on a Bible once owned by abolitionist Frederick Douglass, who was born into slavery in Maryland. Lieutenant Governor-elect Aruna Miller will also be sworn in. She will be the state's first woman of color and the first immigrant to hold that job. The event is free to the public and expected to draw big crowds. I'm Nick Einelli. It's nice to have a civil moment where we can stand as Marylanders. Former Maryland Lieutenant Governor Michael Steele saying history is being made with Wes Moore being sworn in as Maryland's first black governor. Steele will join Moore just before the inauguration at a small gathering in Annapolis at a site where enslaved Africans once arrived on the shores of the U.S. To commemorate that journey from the enslaved African American to the present day. Steele himself broke down a racial barrier, becoming the first black candidate ever elected to statewide office in Maryland when he was elected as lieutenant governor in 2002. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. If you plan to attend the ceremony, head to our website for information about parking and shuttles. You can also watch the ceremony live at WTOP.com and we'll bring you team coverage from Annapolis this afternoon. School resource officers should remain in Alexandria City Schools. That is the finding of an advisory group that was formed to determine their future in the city school system. The advisory group says SROs alone can't solve safety concerns, but do belong in the mix. The group says removing SROs would send a message to families that the school system doesn't take instances of violence seriously. Recommendations include yearly training on de-escalation and making public when its use results in an alternative to arrest. The report suggests setting a policy on prompt reporting of incidents to parents, including potential delays and legal restraints on what can be revealed. The report will be shared with the school board on Thursday. Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. We're learning that still more area students weren't notified of merit commendations. This time it happened in Prince William County. Inside Nova reports that officials there say an accidental oversight delayed notification of national merit commendations for 28 high school students. They went to Colgan, Patriot, Battlefield, and Forest Park high schools. This comes as Fairfax County Public Schools and Thomas Jefferson High School for Science and Technology in particular are being investigated in part over concerns from parents about commendations that were withheld from students. If you're a server or bartender in D.C., an increase to your minimum wage has been pushed back by a few months after a unanimous council vote. After D.C. voters passed Initiative 82, the first wage increase to $6 was supposed to happen on January 1st. It was expected to appear on the ballot in June 2022, but did not appear until November. D.C. Council Member Anita Bond says the implementation schedule has been delayed, and the first date of increases will actually be on May 1st. The measure still has to go before congressional review in April. The second increase set for July 1st will not be affected. Increases will continue every year until 2027 when the tip minimum wage is equal to the standard minimum wage. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Still ahead after traffic and weather, a smart way to protect your money from inflation this year. 707. 
Today's Innovation in Government report highlights the government's IT modernization opportunities. Bill Rowan, the vice president of public sector at Splunk, says agencies can no longer rely on the old ways of understanding the health and security of their networks. Today, because of that transformation, we now have to gather even more data. And the time to analyze that data has gotten even more compressed. We need close to real time. The other part of it is, as innovation continues, how do we take in that new innovation? How do we take in that data and now start to compare and contrast it to the rest of the environment? Those type of activities is what's leading us to have a much better perspective on where the threat actors are or, for that matter, where we are just making mistakes in the way we operationalize these environments. Let Splunk, Kerasoft, and their reseller partners help you imagine what your agency is capable of. Learn more at kerasoft.com slash innovation. 708. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Back to the traffic center and Rita Kessler. Right now, if you're in Virginia, Interloop clearing out, coming from 66 toward Route 7. Everything there was moved over to the right shoulder. Travel lanes are open. However, if you're on 66 eastbound, watch for the delays from 29 in Gainesville, headed past 234 in Manassas. This was a wreck reported along the right side. Then delays from Nutley Street toward the Beltway. The good news is there had been a crash there uh, before the Beltway in the center of the roadway, but they moved that out of the roadway as well. So just the delay getting on to the inner loop of the Beltway. The Beltway in Maryland, outer loop topside from 95 around toward Georgia. You'll also find your inner loop delay now after Branch Avenue solid making your way toward 295 and the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. Southbound 29 is heavy out of uh, White Oak after New Hampshire Avenue headed toward University Boulevard and the Beltway most likely to get into this delay on the outer loop of the Beltway. Southbound Baltimore-Washington Parkway before 410. That crash was moved out of the roadway. Just some brief volume right now just inside the Beltway headed toward the Good Luck Road overpass. Uh, Southbound Baltimore-Washington Parkway near Route 100 had been a report of a broken down vehicle. We also had the earlier wreck on southbound 32 at I-70. Keep an eye out for response still there. Eastbound 100 at Dorsey Station Road. You were staying right to get by that wreck. And we also had the crash affecting westbound Randolph Road after New Hampshire Avenue. You we're staying left to get by. In Virginia on 95, northbound delays out of Dale City into Lorton. Before the Lorton exit, that crash on the right side. The northbound George Washington Parkway has early delays after 123. Stay to the right to get by that work zone. And in the district, watch for the delays on DC 295 off of both 50 and the BW Parkway. Headed all the way to Pennsylvania Avenue. Affordable internet is within reach. See if you qualify for free internet through the FCC's Affordable Connectivity Program. Learn more at Cox com I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. And your forecast now from Storm Team 4's Chad Merrill. A patch or two of fog here early this morning, otherwise partly cloudy. That wind picks up out of the northwest. Our temperature's warming through the 40s this morning. Ultimately, we end up in the mid-50s this afternoon, but it will feel a notch cooler because of the northwest wind, and that sun will be in and out of the clouds. A couple of sprinkles tonight, low 40s. A steady rain on Thursday, mid to upper 40s. Brisk on Friday, temperatures low 50s, lots of sunshine on Saturday, back to rain on Sunday. I'm Storm Team 4's Chad Merrill. Temperatures now 42 at the Wharf in D.C. and in Oxon Hill, 44 in Sterling. Weather brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 7-Eleven. This week we're helping you get your financial house in order for 2023 with the smart money moves you should be making early in the year.
year. I-bonds were in the spotlight last year, so are they still a smart move as a hedge against inflation? And if you bought them last year, can you buy them again now? We talked about that with Greg McBride, Chief Financial Analyst at Bankrate.com. I-bonds are inflation-indexed savings bonds, uh, and they garnered a lot of attention last year because with the headline rate of inflation at a 40-year high, uh, the rate that I-bonds were paying was very eye-catching. At one point, it was north of 9%, and that's on a uh, government-guaranteed investment. So it garnered a lot of attention. Uh, As inflation comes down, the rate that the I-bonds pay will also come down. But the reason you buy this is to protect your future buying power. And the thing is, even with uh, the the headline rate in I-bonds declining in November, they actually became a better investment. Why is that? Because there are really two components to the return on an I-bond. One is variable, and it changes with the rate of inflation. The other is fixed, and it stays with you for the life of the bond. Previously, that fixed return was zero. In other words, you were guaranteed to do nothing more than keep pace with inflation over the life of that bond. Well, now, even though inflation has come down and the headline rate came down, that fixed return component is actually up. It's up to 0.4%. What that means is over the life of the bond, you're going to outperform inflation by 0.4% per year. So it makes it a pretty attractive option, uh, certainly as a way to protect your, your buying power without taking market risk. Uh, you do have to hold it for at least a year. And if you cash it within five years, you do forfeit three months worth of interest. You're limited to $10,000 in purchases per year, but with a new calendar year, you're now that now open. So if you maxed out your 10,000 in purchases at some point in 2022, uh, that that window opens again for you this year. That's Greg McBride, Chief Financial Analyst at Bankrate.com on Skype. Is the D.C. area recession-proof thanks to Uncle Sam? Axios reports that used to be the thinking as federal spending and jobs helped stave off the worst during the Great Depression. But now that might not be the case. Economists say federal workers staying remote means the district is no longer as protected from a recession as it was in the past. That's because staying home means businesses in D.C. are seeing less traffic than they normally would. Harpswell Strategies economist Jacob Sesker says Amazon and other businesses help the region stay strong, as do, as do the many activities in D.C., like the upcoming Cherry Blossom Festival. But he adds, with no industry poised to drive substantial growth in the region, maybe the best we can hope for in 2023 is steady as she goes. Hmm. All right, still ahead on WTOP is a breakthrough in the works to prevent RSV 714. Meet the new Congress. This profile brought to you by the American Bankers Association. Illinois freshman Nikki Budzinski feels her district deserved a fighter on behalf of middle class is what I listened to voters on the issues they cared the most about. And that includes addressing issues like inflation and other kitchen table issues related to making ends meet. Her district includes lots of farmland and she wants to be active on the farm bill and she hopes to work across the aisle with Republicans. Good government is not just a Democratic or Republican issue. It's us working together. I'm Mitchell Miller. I'm Rob Nichols, President and CEO of the American Bankers Association. The 118th Congress is open for business with more than 80 new members. The freshman class includes veterans, former Hill staffers, and the first Gen Z member of Congress, each bringing their own experiences and skills. America's banks and their 2 million employees look forward to working with the new Congress to grow the economy and give everyone the chance to succeed. Learn more at aba.com slash America's Banks. 
Washington. Breaking news happens every day. This just in from Arlington. So can you really afford to miss even a single day of WTOP? We're hearing about an incident in Bethesda. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Tough one for the Caps, Dave Preston. Yeah, they come up short against Minnesota 4-2. Coach Peter Laviolette's team goes 0-3 on the power play. You know, it's an opportunity where 5-on-5 or power play, you get a chance to tie the game. So those are big moments in the game. You know, I think that like everything through the course of a long season, it goes in valleys and times when it's it's clicking and it's rolling and then times when it's not. And so we'll continue to work at it and... Um, you know, we know we got the right guys out there. Caps have dropped three of four and play six of their next seven on the road. NFL commanders are interviewing prospective offensive coordinators, including former Cleveland and New York Giants head coach Pat Shermer, also reportedly in the mix. Miami assistant Daryl Bevel and Atlanta quarterbacks coach Charles London. Men's college basketball, VCU rips UMass 83-55. Rams hit 53% of their shots and 8 of 16 from three-point range. Richmond 64, Rhode Island 57. Tyler Burton nets 23.7 rebounds and four steal spiders and Rams play Friday night. Number two of the nation, Kansas falls to number 13, Kansas State 83-82. Australian Open tennis, an upset in the men's second round. Rafael Nadal slipping to Mackenzie McDonald in straight sets. DMV product Francis Tiafo advances. Women's winners include Top seed Iga Schwantek coming up at 7.45. The NBA line of the night. Dave Preston, WTOP Sports. Moderna says its new vaccine targeting RSV significantly reduces the risk of the viral respiratory disease among older adults in a large clinical trial. The company says its vaccine was 82% effective at preventing severe RSV cases with three or more symptoms present. RSV can lead to serious health problems like pneumonia and difficulty breathing for infants and older adults. Moderna says it'll apply in the coming months for U.S. regulatory approval to sell the vaccine. If approved, it could become available by early 2024. Which holidays should students in Fairfax County have off? That's the big question as the school board works on the calendar for the 2023-2024 school year. Board member Megan McLaughlin has parents in mind. My number one thing is how do we minimize the impact on our working families? We can have our professional and staff work days align with religious observances. That minimizes the time that working parents have to take off of work. Four calendar options are being considered. You can see them all at WTOP.com. A final vote is set for February 9th. Coming up after traffic and weather, the top stories we're following for you this hour. Maryland's first black governor takes the oath of office today. We'll have details on the ceremony and how you can watch. A helicopter crash in Ukraine has killed 18 people, including the interior minister of that country and several children. We'll have the very latest. Should Alexandria City Schools keep their school resource officers? What an advisory group is recommending. Stay with WTOP for more on these top stories in just minutes. 718. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Here's Rita. Well, we've got a new problem being reported on the George Washington Parkway. While we're already in delays in the northbound direction between 123 and the Beltway because of the work zone, with a single lane getting you by, there is now a crash just before that work zone in the right lane. So, the right, you are able to get by to the left very quickly before you lose the lane with the cone. So, you can get around it, but that's going to cause the delays to grow a little further. So, expect those delays northbound on the George Washington Parkway to get before 123 because of both the crash and the work zone. Now, southbound, not a bad trip. 
That looks good from the Beltway, headed all the way toward the 14th Street Bridge. Uh, no problems along the Dulles Toll Road right now. If you're on the Beltway, the Interloop in Virginia slows a little bit into Annandale, but the earlier delays toward Route 7 have eased, so that earlier activity should be gone. Now, eastbound 66 is slow, approaching and passing 234 in Manassas. Delays after Gainesville headed into Manassas. The crash was reported on the right side. Then a slowdown eastbound from Nutley Street toward the Beltway, but the earlier wreck that was between that stretch has been cleared out of the roadway. If you're on the Beltway in Maryland, the outer loop ramp to eastbound 50 was a report of a wreck. The outer loop also slow before 95 and off of 95 southbound toward Georgia Avenue. Southbound 29 looks a little better. You're finding delays from Lockwood Drive headed toward University Boulevard, not quite as far as the Beltway. Southbound 270 is slow before Urbana off and on headed toward 109. Now heavy from Father Hurley Boulevard in stretches into Gaithersburg and approaching the 270 spur trying to join the outer loop of the Beltway. Southbound Baltimore-Washington Parkway near Route 100. Stay far right to get by the broken-down vehicle. Also, southbound 32 at I-70, you had been under police direction for the crash. Ready, set, goal. Join the YMCA today with a zero enrollment fee. Achieve your wellness goals in the new year. Visit ymcadc.org to learn more. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team Force Chad Merrill, how are we looking as the sun comes up on our Wednesday? Yeah, we are seeing the fog starting to erode in Manassas and also in College Park. And the wind's picking up from Martinsburg to Hagerstown. That northwest wind will come over the mountains and we'll see the wind increase here this morning. We'll see gusts up to 20 to 25 miles an hour by noon. The sun will be in and out of the clouds. So we start out with a little bit of sunshine right now. The clouds come back in. It'll be kind of one of those variable days. Temperatures will be in the mid-50s, though, 10 degrees above average. Some sprinkles tonight and a steady rain on Thursday the next Pacific system crossing into the country, and that'll bring temperatures into the mid to upper 40s. So a little bit cooler with the rain on Thursday. Brisk on Friday, lots of sunshine to start your weekend. Temperatures upper 40s, and then rain on Sunday. A little bit of wet snow uh, west of I-81. Best chance along I-79, though, in uh, West Virginia, in the, into the highlands there. 45 right now we have at Dulles International, 39 at BWI Marshall, and 43 only going up from here at Reagan National Airport. And Chad's weather is brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up, why D.C. Council member Troyon White split from the others on the new criminal code. I'm Dick Uliano. 721. Have an old car you've been talking about getting rid of? Donate it to Melwood, a leading local employer, advocate, and preferred service provider for people with disabilities. Melwood will pick up your used car for free and sell it, using the proceeds to support its mission of building a world where people with disabilities are fully included. It's as easy as dialing 1-877-MELWOOD. You can call right now for more information, and a Melwood team member will guide you through the process. No drop-off, no No excessive paperwork. Just a phone call and we will take it from there. Declutter your garage. Make room for your future. Support your community and save on your taxes. Your donated vehicle can help people with disabilities right here in the DMV find their career and achieve their dreams. We accept cars, trucks, motorcycles, boats, and more. Call 1-877-MELWOOD or visit melwood.org to donate your vehicle today. That's M-E-L-W-O-O-D.org. 
Hi guys, it's Mark. Are you struggling with ED? Did you know that a major medical breakthrough is now available and it isn't a pill? Today, Wednesday, January 18th, we're running a one-day special you won't want to miss out on. Monument Medical Clinic uses the most powerful form of wave therapy. This is a technology clinically shown to repair blood vessels and improve blood flow. It's backed by 60 clinical studies, including from Cambridge. If you're ready to regain that spark in the bedroom, today is your day. Call us now and you'll qualify for the assessment and ultrasound totally free. You'll also get a gift that can produce rapid and powerful results in the bedroom in minutes. You're going to love that one, guys. Trust me. And today only, we're offering five tune-up treatments to our patients free. This is an unprecedented offer worth hundreds of dollars, but call today and qualify totally free. Call 202-908-5555. That's 202-908-5555. Guys, put a stop to your ED and get your life back. Call Monument Medical Clinic now to qualify. This offer ends today, Wednesday, 202-908-5555. You're listening to WTOP News. 724. Another deadly shooting in the district involving a teenager. It happened just before 9 last night at a carryout restaurant on Benning Road near the border with Prince George's County. A woman inside was killed and a man and a 15-year-old boy standing outside were hurt. Police say they were targeted. 6th District Commander Darnell Robinson says that teenager actually fired back. That 15-year-old is being charged. Uh, He is at a local hospital and is being charged for carrying a pistol without a license and other uh, gun offenses as this investigation continues to unfold. Police are still looking for the other shooter. We have a follow-up this morning on D.C. Council's vote to override Mayor Bowser's veto of a bill that makes major changes to the city's criminal code. We're hearing from the only council member who voted yesterday against the override. Council member Troyon White represents Ward 8, whose residents experience the majority of violent crime in the district. I think this bill is a step in the right direction, but it's not where it needs to be. The bill reduces maximum penalties for some crimes, including carjackings and repeat gun offenses. Council member White says there's time to amend the bill before it takes effect in 2025. We still have a chance to edit give value to it, and pretty much have a a more leveled approach to this bill. I think that we can get there. White wants more resources and preventative measures to counter crime. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Money news at 25 and 55. Medical debt may still plague millions of American families, but the pandemic years brought a marked decline in the number of people struggling to cover their health costs. The CDC says that between 2019 and 2021, 10 and a half million fewer people were in families having problems paying medical bills. That marks a three percentage point decline. Axios reports that pandemic relief legislation may have indirectly softened the blow of medical debt by providing direct monetary payments and increasing the percentage of people covered by insurance, among other things. More home sellers are offering concessions to buyers. One is a mortgage buy-down. Jeff Claybaugh says that can significantly reduce mortgage payments. A mortgage buy-down is just a financing agreement where the buyer or builder will pay mortgage points, either permanently or temporarily cutting the mortgage rate. Each point usually equals 1% of the loan amount and reduces the buyer's interest rate by a quarter of a percent. Depending on the lender, borrowers can also often buy down their rate. Money News brought to you by the Maryland Department of Health. COVID cases and respiratory illnesses are on the rise. Now's the time to get your COVID booster and flu shot and know your treatment options. Stay COVID ready. A message from the Maryland Department of Health. 
Still ahead, a historic day today for Maryland as the new governor gets sworn in. 7:26. Bet the NFL playoffs with FanDuel, where every play is a rush. Dave Preston here, and this weekend, FanDuel is giving all customers a no-sweat same-game parlay during the divisional round. It doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account. You'll get free bets back if your NFL same-game parlay doesn't hit. Same-game parlays let you combine all your favorite bets for a chance at a bigger payday. For example, I can take Kansas City as well as the over on Patrick Mahomes passing yards plus Travis Etienne to score an anytime touchdown. If you're new to FanDuel, join now with promo code